Interestingly, we had local government bonds trade slightly softer despite the dollar weakening after U.S. inflation data met market expectations. The inflation report being closely watched as it comes ahead of the U.S. Fed, uh, Federal Open Market Committee meeting next week where the Fed is widely expected to raise interest rates by 25 basis points. While global focus has been on that print though, locally Stats SA releasing manufacturing and sales data for January too. So some attention shifting towards uh, that data point as well. The benchmark are... 186 if we can get that back there we go bid at 8.08 uh, percent and that from 8.05 percent with the r207 at 6.67 percent from a 6.65 percent previously while the u.s uh, tenure as you can see there uh, last seen at 2.86 percent from 2.89 percent at its last close so uh, with some data providing new direction joining us on the line now is ranzo mukanzi of future growth asset management for more on the kind of action this has triggered within the fixed income space. Thanks so much, Ranzo, for your time today. So we had a local government bonds trade marginally weaker this morning as uh, investors awaited those uh, U.S. inflation numbers. With uh, that coming through, and evidence showing of building inflationary pressures, yes, but no suggestion of a breakout in inflation just yet. Are you looking at three rate hikes, uh, you know, uh, at the three rate hikes the Fed has already priced in, or possibly more. Hi Alicia. Yeah, three red hikes seems to be market expectation and that's definitely where we sit as far as the Fed hiking cycle is concerned this year. Uh, this today's inflation data would suggest that inflation is well contained. Core CPI printed at 1.8% and that growth rate has been flat for the past three months. So to suggest to us that the Fed are on course to hike about three times this year, and certainly no need for them to, to slam the brakes and hinder the global growth as well as the U.S. recovery for that matter. And of course, we've had the local unit derive some of the benefit of that. Locally, manufacturing data come in, and while uh, we had manufacturing output rising 2.5% on a year-on-year -year basis, uh, factory production on a month-on-month -month basis was down 1.6% uh, after having increased 1.1% on a month-on-month -month basis in December. So what do you concentrate more on, especially where the markets were expecting a modest rise? rise on a month-on-month -month basis? We've seen the month-on-month -month data quite buoyant actually in the past three or so months. So no huge surprises that there was a slight downturn in the monthly numbers. Our focus would definitely be on the year-on-year -year growth rate and that showed some positivity at 2.5% on a year-on-year -year basis. So it seems to suggest that the growth momentum we had seen coming through towards the tail end of 2017 has continued into into the opening of, of this year, which is, of course, positive from a macroeconomic perspective and positive for, for bond markets as well. Of course, that acceleration that we're seeing come through on that end, uh, coming on the back of uh, South Africa's better-than-expected growth numbers uh, for 2017, which was released last year, well ahead of market expectations. Do you see this being enough to stave off yet another ratings downgrade this month? This month, yes. Um, structurally, South Africa's got a, a lot of structural hindrances, which, of course, this number would 
would not in itself get rid get rid of. But I think over the shorter term, I think you will see Moody's give South Africa a reprieve and give this administration time to to show its hand as far as the reform agenda and the strength of, of that agenda is concerned. Ramza, with that being the case, Treasury is saying today that it's looking to take advantage of a market that is uh, conducive, with South Africa planning to uh, to tap international bond markets for up to $3 billion shortly, uh, potentially uh, issuing in currencies other than dollars and seg in segments rather than you know the $3 billion all at once. What have you made of that announcement today? I think it's a, it's a, it's a positive development. We, so Treasury have got about 5 billion rand of redemptions in foreign currency debt over the medium term. So the 3 billion rand issuance would partly address that. And there's also a lot of favor for emerging market debt as well as dollar-denominated debt. And I think it does make sense for, for Treasury to, to tap into that. So Senegal had, Senegal was successful in putting forward 2 billion rand worth of foreign issuance in the past week. And I think it does speak to the positive appetite for emerging markets debt. So we, we see it as sensible for Treasury to, to make use of that favor. Give us a better sense of the kind of uh, you know, appetite we're seeing at the moment. Uh, take us through the kind of action that played out at today's bond auction in particular. Okay, so as we've come to expect, Treasury issued 3.3 billion rand of local currency debt at today's auction. And all of that's, of course, being long-dated debt. So today's auction was slightly weaker than Monday's close, to the tune of 4 to 5 basis points across those four instruments. And bit-to-cover ratios were about 2.5, so somewhat weaker than we've seen in the past couple of weeks. But I think all told, still, still a decent weekly auction from Treasury. Well, let's leave it there, Ranzo. Always a pleasure. Thanks so much for having joined us on the line this evening. Ranzo Mukunzi is with Future Growth Asset Management.